0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kang, you got questions?
1: Yeah, uh, usually Doug will flip a coin to see who wants to kick or receive. Uh, you guys just want to do this gentlemanly and just offer it up? I want the ball. Oh, oh there we go. All right, then. Here Take we go. Take it. Costa, you you shall receive. Here we go, boys. All right, uh, right off the bat, I'm going to kind of list off a bunch of rules because uh, a bunch of rules are going to be discussed at the end of December league meetings, all right? So let's go over them real quick here. Number one, Costa, they may eliminate the hip drop tackle. Do you agree or disagree with this?
2: I've heard players say that they don't even really understand. And if the players aren't all on the same page as to what qualifies, I think it's too soon to rule it out of the game.
3: Gator. Uh, I think the hip drop tackle has to go. I think players absolutely know what they're doing. Um, it's the last ditch effort to bring a guy down, and it's it's horrible because every time somebody's getting hurt.
1: All right, I disagree. I think players, offensive players need to learn how to go down as well to protect themselves. I think this is too much protection for the offensive players, and the defensive players are no longer being allowed to be defensive players and where I feel for them because it's really hard to bring guys down now. Now you got to lay them down a certain way. All right. The next one they went was the kickoffs. They want to see more kickoff returns. Troy Vincent said it's become a ceremonial, like dead play now. How do you make more kickoff returns, Gator?
3: I, I think it's it's simple. If you, if you want them, it, it's real simple. You move it back five yards, go to the, where they kick from the kick from the thirty. Costa. I mean,
2: that's that's the easiest thing. Go back five or ten yards if you want more kick returns. My question is, do they actually want more kick returns? Because it's what... been going the opposite way for years. And at that point, just give the teams the ball at the thirty or the twenty-five.
1: Well, they say they want more safe kickoff returns, and the numbers show that the people just aren't returning the ball. I agree with you guys. Push the kickoff five yards back, and on top of that, no more free fair catches. If it lands uh, you know, before the end zone, you, you take it out, or if you fair catch it, you're going to get the ball wherever you fair caught the ball. All right. They also talked about the tush push, but we brought that up already last week. Right, Gator? I'm going to go with the other one they went with. It's the fumble out of the back of the end zone. They will review it, okay? They, some seem say it's too punitive to give the ball to the defense. Should they keep it or change it? One more time. All right. When the offensive player fumbles the ball out of the back of the end oh, zone, yeah, this it's is a given. Dumb rule.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you should lose the ball if you fumble the ball. The other team gets the ball. Gator.
3: I, I love the I love the rule because it is punitive, and I know it's too punitive. Um, for a guy who's just trying to make a play and score. But you lost the ball, and you got to hang on to the ball. Um, And when you get that close, there has to be some sort of consequence for it. So I like it the way it is, even though I do think it's probably too punitive. But it should be a cautionary tale of taking care of the football. Ding, ding, ding.
1: Uh, I hate it. I think they should change it. It's, the other team did not recover it, so they don't get it. When you fumble the ball out of bounds, it doesn't go to the other team. It's way too punitive. If you still want to penalize the player still for losing the ball and uh, you're going out at the back of the end zone, maybe put it back at the five-yard line and not the one-yard line. But definitely uh, th- too punitive. I think they should change it. Okay, apparently Marvin Harrison Jr. is deciding whether to enter the NFL draft or not. He has said that he's got unfinished business. Obviously, they lost to Michigan again. If you were to advise Harrison Jr., what would you advise him?
3: Uh, I would say, look, man, um, certainly you want to plan for life after football in case there's a catastrophic uh, injury that happens to you, and and getting your degree is, is a good way towards uh, towards ensuring that. But let's be honest here. You're going to sign a contract from day one with the NFL that's going to take care of you for the rest of your life, if you're smart. I get the personal stuff. I would advise him not to do it. I would advise him to go to the NFL. However, this will be one of those things that will stick in his craw for his entire life. That Okay, you you go to Ohio State to compete for national championships and to beat Michigan. And though they competed for a national championship, they didn't beat Michigan. And it's going to bother him for a long time. It's tough because I understand it, but I um, I advise him to look forward, not look in the past. You can go back to school with the best of intentions. It doesn't mean you're going to beat Michigan. I mean, the Wolverines
2: have the Buckeyes number. Ryan Day still the coach. I mean, you can go back to school for unfinished business. It doesn't mean you're going to finish said business. Speaking of business, go get paid in the NFL. The right decision, what I would advise him to do, was go be a top five pick. Get your money. And get to your second contract sooner, too. Even if you can get a little bit on the NIL, get to your second contract sooner. Get to the pros quicker.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, that probably does bother him a lot, obviously, losing in Michigan. But, you know, a lot of Michigan players never beat Urban Meyer, either. And they had to move on with their careers. Mm -hmm. It happens, man. I think you cannot... If I were to advise Marvin Harrison Jr., and, of course, he should do whatever he wants to do, but if my advice would be to go to the NFL, take care of yourself, take care of your family, he will probably be a top-five pick. The fifth overall pick last year made a guaranteed $34.5 million because contracts are guaranteed for first-round picks mm-hmm. now, the whole contract.
3: Here, here's the other thing. It's really easy. Go pro because just wait a few months and those wins that Michigan had over Ohio State going to be vacated anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, so NIL is a reason people might stay too, but the NIL money is not as good as $35 plus million that he's probably going to get in the NFL. Uh, sorry, son, you'll, you'll get over the Michigan losses Tommy DeVito.
2: Is he the real deal? I wish he was the real deal because it is such a fun story, right? He's giving a little of these, a little of this, a paisan in the <laughs> hey. NFL. Hey!
1: What did the Lenny call him? Tommy Cutlets? <laughs> I that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a fun story. I
2: hope it's true. Hey, they're one game out of a playoff spot right now. But but no, I don't think Tommy DeVito
3: is real. No, I don't think he's real at all. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a fun story. It's a great story. It just, you know what? It, it shows that what a colossal mistake they made with Daniel Jones and that contract, how stupid they were. It, it, if they could get Daniel Jones to play just a management role on, on, as far as being the uh, the game manager, they'd be fine. But he thinks too much and he thinks he's better than what he is and he screws up. Tommy DeVito knows what he is. He's getting the job done, but he's not the answer. They should draft the quarterback.
1: All right, so the law of averages says definitely no. I mean, this can't be true, right? But we're watching Brock Purdy right now might win an MVP in this league. That guy was Mr. Irrelevant. And, of course, you know, the Tom Brady before him. But I think this is possibly more likely to happen as we move forward because you see how many backup and third-string quarterbacks are playing in this league, and they're going to get opportunities they never got before. So I'm with you guys. I don't think he's the real deal, but you can't completely shut that door. All right, what six and seven NFC team are you sure is getting into the playoffs, and which one are you sure is not? And by the way, go ahead and throw in the seven and six Vikings if you want.
3: Is this May first? I think it's you. Okay, <laughs> That's a tough question.
2: <laughs> the the thought is there's a lot of them in the NFC. Actually, so you know many. what? It, it
3: is me, but you can go take it if you want.
2: Okay, I'm gonna start with who I think is definitely going to be in, and it's the second best team in the NFC North. It's the Green Bay Packers. You think they're definitely in? I think they're going to beat the Minnesota Uh, Vikings in their head-to-head. They're favored this week against Tampa. I think they also play the Panthers, if I'm not mistaken. Softer schedule. I think the odds have them 50-50. Let's make it 100%. I think the Packers are in as a wild card. The team I would leave out. The team from the South who doesn't face Carolina, the free square the rest of the way. And that is the Saints.
3: Oh, but, I, I got to tell both, you, both
2: Tampa and Atlanta are going to face Carolina down the stretch, pick up an extra win,
3: little wiggle room. Kang, when I saw this question, I just started to smile because it's such a great question with all these teams. I mean, you've got uh, three teams. In the NFC South are all six and seven with Tampa, Atlanta, and New Orleans. You've got the Packers are six and seven. Now you're including the Vikings yep. at seven and six. Mm-hmm. And then I got the Rams and the Seabags. Yep. I like Seattle because of, to make it because of their schedule. They don't play much the rest of the way. They've got, um, oh, I, they're going to lose to the Eagles, but then they have the Titans, the Steelers, and the Cardinals. So I feel like they're going to go 3-1 during that stretch and they can get in with that. So Seattle's definitely in. I think Seattle's definitely in. Who's out? Who's out? But it's such a great question because I, I don't, definitely, it's such a hard word to use. Yeah, I'm making Who's you. definitely out? I know you are. <laughs> I'm going to go against Jim. I'm going to say the Packers are out. Oh, they're out. They're six and seven. I got no shot. They're out. Well, Just like the six
1: and seven. uh,
3: They got a losing record. They can't make the playoffs. All right,
1: guys. So I'm with you, Jim, with the Saints. I got them in. No, I'm sorry. I got the opposite of you. I got Saints in because the thing is, someone's got to win the NFC South, right? And they play defense. Yeah. So I got, so I think the easy pick is pick someone from the South because they they have, someone's got to get in from there. The out is going to surprise you. I got the one with the best record out: the seven and six Vikings. And here's why: they're basically on their fourth string quarterback at this point. They just scratched out a win, three nothing, somehow against the Raiders. They're desperate, making moves. They bench Dodge, which I said they should have done that before yeah, they like played. Jefferson the Raiders, back though, and he got knocked out right away. And he's going to be playing this weekend, but he's not the he, he's not the same player he was at the beginning of the year because the quarterback is different. I got the Vikings out. Be careful.
2: Be careful. The Saints next game is against Tommy Cutlets. <laughs> Tread very lightly, New Orleans.
1: <laughs> all right. The NFL confirmed yesterday they're going to have an international regular season game in Brazil next year. Of all the international cities that have been played by the NFL in regular season games, including uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil, where would you want to go the most?
3: So this is an interesting question because I went through a list of all the games that have been played internationally and... Um, the one that i was intrigued by was they actually played a game in sweden but it was a, a preseason game so it doesn't really count um so i'm going to go with the regular season games that's why you you framed it i've been to munich and i've been to frankfurt and i would go back again in a heartbeat i i enjoyed myself a ton at both places probably more munich than than frankfurt but they're, god they're both so great i'll say i'll say i want to go back to germany i'll go to munich
2: I think the Brazil idea is fun. You see the way the beat writers talk about this. They're all pushing for it. They want the Lions to play the Brazil game next year. It's different. They've done the Europe thing. South American flavor.
1: I think Brazil sounds really cool, and I'm not against going through Brazil, but I think people don't know Brazil. It's, it's yeah. not like the cleanest of countries and the mm. most uh, theft can happen. I'll put it that way. Things like that. Remember so, the Olympics? Yes, exactly. So with that being said, I'm going to go boring here, but – Less of a language, Barry. I'm going London. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, hey, they speak differently, but I can I kinda right. understand. Right? So just so. Uh,
3: just don't send Tua.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right. right. As so. long as the
3: Dolphins stay away, but they, you know, they were there. They but I'm
1: always curious about the UK, so I'm picking London, boys.
3: And those are your
2: football questions. The football blitz Omaha around the league four down thingy. I think I did it in the wrong order. Close enough. But I think it got them all in there. That's, That's all that matters. Ding, ding, bingo. It's 97-1.
0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoops. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams. And
0: lots of hot take
2: order order in the court
0: follow and listen to queens of the court on the free odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts